Hello and welcome back to episode four of the Falcon and Winter Soldier Reviews, the episode The Whole World is Watching. And I am joined, as always, by Tony. You are free. And Josh. Good evening. So we're over halfway now. Yeah. Unbelievably, mm. it's it swung around really quickly. We're we're only going to be back for two more weeks after this. But you know the funny thing was, I finished this episode and I thought, bloody hell, how the hell are they going to write a finale after this episode? I genuinely <laughs> thought next week was the finale. Yeah, it just shows you how the war my head is. So we yeah. we are coming towards the end. Um, the first thing I'm going to point out here is this was the first episode I felt that they really struggled with the pandemic. Yes, and uh, I watched one or two videos before this on on YouTube. It sort of hinted at the same sort of things. There there were some there were some stitches showing in one or two places. I thought in the episode. Yeah, the the the, uh, the two that I really noticed was um, Battlestar in that that final battle uh, was already pretty beaten up before we even got to him. Like mm. there should have been a whole scene before that we saw them taking him. And it just seemed yeah. to all of a sudden yeah, jump yeah. straight into him, him mm. being absolutely destroyed before we even get to the, yeah. the major part of that story. And the second one was um, when Bucky and Sam jump off the building and she follows them and she's all of a sudden wearing her mask. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off that. I was like, hang on, how the hell has she got that from? Yeah, so she's jumped, was... she's put that on in midair. Yeah, like <laughs> literally. And it's like, no, quite clearly there was meant to be something in between them. Um, and story-wise as well, the other bit was um, when the Flag Smashers are all sat around watching the stuff on their phones, the news and stuff. Yeah. That all felt a little bit disjointed, as yeah. if there was a, not, the original story should have been interlaced in there somewhere. Yeah. Because the rumour was it was a virus story, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. It, it very much felt this was the first time as we get into the second half of the season, this is where they struggled to get stuff done, um, which mm. is a real shame. Um, and we'll probably notice it more yeah, as we get into the next two episodes as well. Yeah. So let's let's jump back to the start. I just wanted to point that out to start with that it, it quite clearly has been affected by by what's happened around the world. So um, first couple of notes were about kind of the Wakandans. Um, oh, I was quite surprised to see Wakandans to start with. I didn't mm, think we'd nice see any of that. Yeah. Nice surprise. Um, but, what um, a great scene as well, that one. Yeah. Um, I also said that I guess they probably planned on using Denia Guerrero to start with. It, it really feels like they've Impossible. they've just, just gone ahead and picked one of the random Wakandans that we've seen, yeah, but I don't think that would have been the person they picked to be in these scenes. I really felt like it should have been someone that was kind of higher up the, the chain. Um, that would be looking after mm. Bucky at that point. Um, I did say it was a, it's a great performance by Seven that scene. Oh, he, fantastic. He really sells that, that he's that kind of, so well. the clouds have cleared and he's like, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah. 
Well, it's the relief at the I end, love the, the way, end as well. I loved. I love the way as well within that every time she gives him one of the command words, there's a flashback that kind of ties in a little bit to that word. Yeah. Each, each of the words had its own little flashback. Yeah, and it does seem like with each word, he comes round more and more. Yeah, he's getting clearer and clearer in the head, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so stepping on... Look, he, he's... I was just gonna say, and he looks generally worried when she gets to the last word that he's gonna kick off again. And then yeah. just oh the relief. Yeah. Um man. so then moving on, um let's touch on Zemo a little bit at the at the start here. It does all feel a little bit nonchalant <laughs> of how much they've just let him. The whole it, that he's just walked out of the shower, like he's allowed to do whatever he wants. <laughs> and it's like would you really do that to someone that that tried to kill you not that long ago? Um, and well, the man's got a wash, though, hasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I know, but it's it's like he's just fallen back into like being a normal person. Um, <laughs> well, I think the thing is that that's they see that they've got him on a sort of short leash, but a leash nonetheless. Yeah, not like you try to say five times fast, nonetheless. Yeah. But I did also note that Brawl's performance is kind of teetering on the edge, like he's just ready to crack and go back to how he was previously. The whole whole thing, because like even in Civil War, to me, he felt like at any point, if he knew it was either going to go tits up or he just had enough, like either the red mist would descend or he'd just pull out a Glock from his side holster and just blow his own brains out, shoot someone else. It could just go nuts at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Um, so then, kind of moving on, I, I've noted that um, the world seems to have become untrusting of the Avengers and the heroes, um, despite the fact that they all know that they saved them. Um, this and kind of ties in with Far From Home as well, because uh, this is set kind of at the same time, that they, they feel very much like there's that untrusting element to the world now. And like, I think that's probably the key of the story. Would you agree, Josh? Oh, definitely. It, it's, it, it, the show is asking about identity and what it really means to be a hero in, in, in the current world. Yeah. Well, and I even whether it also, they're... It also drags it down to more civilian level because it's kind of, with the whole Global Repatriation Council Twitter side of it, it's like, is there a point in having borders when we're basically becoming that much that advanced as a human race now mm. is there a, is there a point in us being russian french british uh egyptian whatever and is yeah. there not a cause to be made for us all just being human mm. yeah. yeah and yeah. i i even noted that later on in my notes that i love that the flag smashers are all different nationalities yeah mm. yeah because clearly yeah. those borders have basically broken their down. own flags never mind anyone else's oh, yeah and it- even though she's she's getting very going very super bad now, it's great to have a Brit as as the leader as well. Yeah, but it, oh, Brits always make the best baddies. Well, yeah, that's what I was <laughs> going to say, and that's what I quite like about the fact that they aren't all British. No. Oh yeah. That we've got some bad guys that aren't your typical British villain, <laughs> like yeah. like you would would come to expect. That was one of the notes that I had <laughs> later on. Um, going back to brawl, I this note isn't 
isn't great, but I literally wrote down Baron Pedo. What? When he oh, goes God, to the yeah. kids and just yeah. starts having oh, sweets for them. It's, yeah, it's a very disturbing sequence. That, yeah, it? it's it's not nice at all. And I was <laughs> like, how have they got away with that? And literally, he is giving tweets. The kids <laughs> yeah. are taking tweets from strangers. It, it, yeah. If he was in this country, he'd be carted off. Yeah. He would. Um, so I, I did write that down, and I, it wasn't meant as a, a joke or anything. I just literally, no. I looked at it and I was like, "But it, it just, yeah. you can't not it think." Just it. the creepiness. Yeah. Mm. Um, then I noted that with only two episodes left, Sharon feels really underutilized again. We've yes, had one yes, episode, very big style. One really episode, very of strange our, treatment of her character. Yeah, and again, it's just. They've left us with like a scene, and mm. and that's it. And again, yeah. it might be something to do with the pandemic. I don't know, but it yeah. it just seems like it's exactly what we got from her before. Well, did I hear? Or the thing am is, I making this up. Was there a rumor that she was going to get her own Agent Thirteen show? People have been talking about it. I don't think there was anything kind of leaked out at the at the time. Right. Um, okay. But people are talking about it now, saying that they want to see more of her. Well, I see. That's the thing. I think if people talk about it enough, she probably, if this show was to get a season two, she probably wouldn't even be in that. She'd most likely just be in her own Agent 13 show. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, if she is working for the power broker and they've got to, and that's the sort of the big cameo that we're going to get in the next episode of Honey. It's, there's not a lot of time left to sort of deal with her story. It feels like she's been shoehorned in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then moving on to our favourite fake captain. <laughs> um, again, I just wrote, wrote down what an arrogant twat. Before what happened, it's clear that he would react differently to the serum that, than an honourable man like Steve would. Yeah. He's, he's like... Uh... I think I've said this before, the bully from the camp where Steve trained before he became buff, um, that's basically who John Walker is. Yeah. But I think it's also, there's also, there is an arrogance there, but there's also, he is wrestling, I think, with some identity as well. When he's sort of chatting um, with Battlestar later on about the serum, would he take it? He asks the questions of himself. Yeah, he, he's not sort of saying, I'm going to take this and be rock hard, you know. The, the, there's stuff going on in his head, and and, I, and in fact, we see that throughout yeah. the episode. Yeah, Why certainly. The little twitches and stuff, and the little and the fact he's going beardy every week. And yeah, and then the 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 sit down with with Battlestar. Yeah. When he asked him whether he should take it or not, yeah, uh, and this, he admits that he's like. had <laughs> he's had issues previously. Yeah. Despite the fact yeah. that he's got all these medals, he's quite clearly taken a mm. troop into battle and it's gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some PTSD going on there somewhere in there in the background. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, then back to back to Zemo, not such a bad note as before. I said, said while I dislike Zemo's actions, his vision isn't that wrong. No. Uh, this is what I've also and, said. And you watch the it. best villains yeah. are the ones that you can basically get behind what the, their evil plan and think, yeah, to be honest, I get why they're doing that and it could be for the right reason. Yeah. 
and you go back to that scene where, where, where this that great speech he gives and that thing about it's somewhat like desire to be a superhuman to not be separated from supremacist ideas and when you see the bit with carly later on he's fucking right yeah and she she won't admit it but carly is a supremacist she wants to have an, a legion of super super soldiers yeah to represent the downtrodden but then you become like the gods yourself so yeah. he's pretty much Zemo's right, really, in what he says throughout his old his old credo. Yeah. Yeah, completely, completely agree. That's and I think that's the whole thing of this this show is that it's it's trying to show you that not everything you believe in is right, but sometimes no. what is right is what you believe in. Yeah. Um yeah. And that's yeah. that's exactly what Zemo's doing, and mm. and I for one hope this isn't the end of him. I oh, really hope he I comes. Don't, I don't think it will be. He's such a great actor as well. Yeah. Um, then the next night, kind of stepping back to the the main cast members, that Sam is completely, and this is something we touched on in the last episode that annoyed me, but now we've got to this episode, I completely understand that Sam is the, the heart of this show. Mm -hmm. If he wasn't yeah. there, it wouldn't hold together as well as it does. Nope. Yeah. And I un now understand why they showed his family Yeah. at the start, yeah. because it gives him a reason for what he's doing. Yeah. And it's like he says to Carly that he, he, he actually agrees with her fight. He just can't get on board with the way that she wants to do it. And that is Sam at the core. Yeah. He's a good man. And he, he, is and should and I think will be the next cap yeah. because he's the closest thing we've got to Steve. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then and then I think we have to go to that that first big action sequence, the fight with the Dora Milaje. For me, oh, that's the best one yeah. so far. Oh, it's just... Oh, man, oh, it was... the, the, I'm not being funny. The guy who choreo choreographed that fight scene deserves some sort of award all on his own. Yeah. That was just... He thought about every single bit of that. It was like he watched the Batman Arkham fight thing with, like, perfect counters, perfect hits, everything. It was fantastic. Yeah. And just brown, extra brownie points just for the fact that John Walker got his arse handed to him. Well, yeah, that's... And I was going to say... I was just going to add to there that on the other great thing about it, some of the stuff, stuff I saw online earlier, is the butt hurt that is given conservative <laughs> MCU fans out there. I saw what somebody commenting about the show going woke. Just because an arrogant white bloke got beaten up by two amazingly well-trained female yeah. black soldiers. That's what we're talking about. They're trained to do that. It's yeah. not woke anything. That's how they work. They they and literally took down Thanos' army. Yeah. Yeah, taking on taking on one person with no powers is yeah. neither here nor there. Yeah, um, and 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 that the whole point of that show, that scene at the end is when he when he sat there and his ass licking his wounds, and they weren't even super soldiers. Yeah, yeah, because you just learned a valuable lesson, mate. That's yeah. why. Yeah, my my main notes on it. I love the fact that it's all in such close close quarters. It's yeah, because it's in yeah. that small room, and there's like. Six or seven of them yeah. in there fighting is just brilliant. And I love the fact that she takes his shield away from him. 
Well, the, the other the oh, other thing so that many great bits I just loved, and they didn't need to do this, but I love just love how Zemo just stood in the corner watching. Yeah, like if I. <laughs> This is my fight. Fine, like with yeah. whatever the outcome is here. Yeah. But it was like uh, it was like Angela in uh, the office. She goes, "I will respect the result of the duel." <laughs> yeah. Um, and and there's when... just so many little great bits in there. Yeah. I was just saying uh, when Walker puts his hand on the shoulder. Oh, dude, you oh, yeah. moron! That was yeah. not a wise move. Yeah. <laughs> and my my last note on that was the the popping off of the arm. If only Rocket was around. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> that arm would not be sitting there. Well, again, that's such a great move. Did you know it could do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just inspired. That whole sequence, there's fights going on there, but there's little bits of comedy in there as well. It's just the balance was fantastic, I thought. Yeah. yeah. So then we move on to the, the scene that we, we talked about earlier, the, the discussing the, um, the serum between um, John and Battlestar. Um, yeah. the, the close-ups, that is ridiculous. He looks like his dad in Escape from New York. Oh, mm. yeah. It's literally like looking at a promo picture of his dad back in the 80s. Do you know the yeah. thing is? It's it's his chin. That's it. That's the only thing that you could identify him as Kurt Russell's son. It's yeah. just the chin. Yeah. Uh, then, then moving on to the later bits, um, when she brings Sam's sister, that's really snide. Oh, that's horrible to do that. Yeah, and that's but even there, it, she sells it that she's not comfortable doing it when you watch yeah. her reactions. But she did it anyway, so it's yeah, <laughs> it's neither here nor there. If she mm. thinks it's bad, she's still done it. Yeah, and and mm. that I think is kind of the turning point when you're kind of like, yeah. She really is everything that's wrong in this world. As I said a minute ago, she's actually becoming exactly what Zemo said she would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then I just said that there's the scene when she's chatting to Sam and Bucky. Mm. Seth looks proper like an old school Hollywood actor. (laughs) He's got a real like 1920s, 30s look about him. Now with the shorter hair... And everything it could quite easily slot in alongside James Dean or someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be quite comfortable. Yeah. That whole sequence again. See, there, there's little bits in there where when Walker's pacing up and down, dude, just take <laughs> take a minute, just take five minutes. He's just so twitchy all the time, and you just know that he's going to explode. And then just when that all the yeah. shit hits the fan that first time, oh. Well, yeah, because yeah. like you think about it at this point, he's taken the serum and he's itching to give it a go. But he hasn't at this point yet, though, has he? I thought he had. We're in the bit, not not when Kylie and um, Sam are chatting. No, but the when's the that, second that, time? That will lead you to the smashing. Oh, the yeah, he has. Yeah, because he. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's literally my my next couple of notes. Um, I don't like the fact that he's still got a gun. Why, even after mm, he's taken yeah. the serum. Yeah, I'm like, you've got all the power in the world now. Why, why do you need to carry that? So, cap on a gun just doesn't sit right with me at all. Um, and you know, there's something not quite right with him when he breaks that wall down, mm. and there's yeah. something twitchy about him. Yeah, as he does that. Um, so then, my next note was what we already talked about: the fact that it looked like it'd been affected by the pandemic. Um, 
I always said I thought Sam would be the comedy element to this episode, but mm-hmm. or this series. But Bucky's really been allowed to show, allow Seb to show his comedy chops. Oh yeah, a yeah. couple of times, yeah. especially in this episode. Um, there's a few <laughs> bits in that <laughs> that fight. Yeah, when he has to remind Zemo that the Avengers, not the Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. And then there's one moment in that in that fight as well where he. He kind of looks at him and goes, nah, and does something else yeah. to him. Um, I then noted, you know, when Sam's uh, jet propellers go in his, in his backpack, yeah. it's like he's literally turned around and farted on somebody. <laughs> that's exactly how it feels. Like, that's what it's meant to be imitating. Like, he's gone, right, I'm, I'm going to have you. <laughs> on him. That was really what that felt like. Um, <laughs> then the, the punch that Carly gives Battlestar is just oh, brutal. Absolutely um, brutal. Like, she can't hold it back. Yeah. yeah, see, the thing is, when she punched them, I thought, oh, he's going to feel that in the morning. But then when he hits the wall or the pillar yes. or whatever it was, when he hit that, I thought, no, he's dead. Like, we, we, yeah. we even said it last week that we didn't yeah. think he'd last... Yeah, uh, and there we go. One week later, yeah. and he's gone. Um, yeah, and then then moving on to the next bit, I just I wrote down the shield smash is sickening, and the new cap is no more, ladies and gents. Welcome, US agent. Yeah. Well, it, the yeah. thing was, I was sat there watching it on Friday, and I just you can quite literally see the moment in his mind, and you can click your fingers at the second that his mind snaps. Yeah, when he's over yeah. that uh, Hoskins' yeah. body. Yeah. yeah, and then then you, I'm just oh, sh- it was a real oh shit moment when it. You know, yeah, and he, he leaps through the window, and that's a great reversal with Cap as well of, of uh, jumping into a building through the window, yeah. seeing him smash his way out of one. Yeah, yeah. They, those last couple of shots. I said the, the my last note on the episode was that final shot is just everything Steve wasn't. Yeah. yeah. As he's still holding himself like he owns the world, despite the fact that everybody is literally standing there filming him, watching him. Yeah, yeah, because even then he's not quite registering it. He he looks around and what's going on then? Yeah, you just just fucked yourself (laughs) to the world, basically. I I seriously hope that um, the net start of the next episode is uh, is one of two things: either uh, Walker. Is basically picked up by the US government and just given his marching orders saying you are not Captain America anymore. Yeah. And then he go he basically goes a bit more mental and decides to steal the shield, and that's basically uh sat then Sam and Bucky going to get it off him or yeah. something. Or... Well, we've seen in the trailers that clearly they head back to New Orleans. Yeah. At yeah. some point, and he's got the shield because that's where he starts training with it. Yeah, saw that that same when he was flinging it at the tray. Yeah, or the other thing I was going to say was basically uh, it just picks up exactly where this ended. He stood there, the shield is dripping with blood. Everyone's filming them on their phones, and he just pegs it. I'd I'd rather he pegged it because then that's them going to get him straight away, and you don't need to go through all that rigmarole of the U.S. government going after him as well. Yeah, mm. and of course we've right. got Zemo on the run. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Because we well. know he's going to go back to Sokovia because we've seen him presumably in the front of the memorial. Yeah. So he's going to bugger off over the border somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting whether they prize the shield out of his hands there and then, or whether yeah. he's made to give it up, or whether he goes on the run with it. But he, there's not enough time left really for him to go on the run with that shield. I think they're already just going to snatch it off him or something. Yeah. Or and he's going to get picked up or something like that. Yeah. I can't see that. Although there's an argument that it's the sort of action, and I think part of the core of the story is that the way we politicize things now, it might fracture opinion, and there'll be people that think, good on you, Cap, for doing that to a terrorist. Yeah. At which point the, the government might turn around and spin it, but I can't see with two episodes left. I, I think that was basically that's him done yeah. as Cap in that moment when he's done that. Yeah. And I think they're going to just snatch it off him say you're done and you'll sit there on the floor or something and they've taken the shield off him perhaps yeah and not to fall into the trap that we did with WandaVision apparently there is a big cameo in the next episode yeah I yes. mean, it's, apparently it's confirmed it's just you don't know who the actor is or who he's playing yeah, yeah well they've come, they've come out today and said that it's a big Marvel character but not someone that we've but a seen before character. yeah yeah but a grindy character, but some of they said would they'd like to see team up with Thor? Yeah. So, and there's been various names kicking around, haven't there? I mean, some people still is think it, that is it's... it in this upcoming episode or yes. the finale? No, it's in the next one. It's, yeah, oh, episode five. Right. Yeah, in this next one. So I presume right. it's going to be the power broker. Presumed, you think? I hope so. We'll find out finally. The power broker is. Yeah. Uh, but one of the interesting theories I've seen knocking around is that. The power broker is actually um, our old friend from from Hydra, whose name Toby Jones's character, whose name completely oh, yeah. instead of brain fart. Oh, Zola. Yeah, I've heard that rumor yeah. as well. I'd be happy with that, to be honest. Yeah, because I'd of take the computer that. stuff and everything. Yeah, if they if they see that work as big uh, TV in the chest and everything, I'll be completely fine. Yeah, with that. yeah. The, the last version we saw of him, I'd be quite happy to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's just stuck a TV. And of course, if Sharon, if Sharon is working for me, some form, that would explain kind of how she's got access to satellites and stuff all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. true. And we know in the he's comics, he did, he did end up working for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So hmm. it, would, it would make sense that yeah. it's linked through Peggy. Yeah. So, so it's other than him. Or Ross, I can't think of anyone else who would make sense to be the power broker no. at this late stage in the game. I think it could be um, uh, Ross because I saw uh, there's a reporter in America that I have quite a bit of faith in, to be honest, when she reports stuff. And in her tweet, she put a lightning bolt saying, I have put a clue in this tweet. It's up to you to find out where it is. And she put a lightning bolt. So I'm, I think it could be Thaddeus Ross. And the Thunderbolts tease. Which yeah. would then suggest this cameo we're getting is, isn't the power broker if because that's yeah. if it's going to be something yeah. we haven't seen before. Uh, so presume we're going to get two characters revealed in the last two episodes. Yeah, I would rather uh, Zola as power bro <laughs> broker over Thunderbolts, to be honest. Yeah, yeah likewise. You wonder whether yeah, this character that's it, introduced might be a member of the Thunderbolts. That's true. Possibly, yeah. 
I mean, you'd have to bring it up to speed a little bit on who's like who that would likely to be, I think. Well, yeah. Well, we've already got Zemo, obviously, who's a member. Yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't be a massive surprise if it's not someone. Um, mm. And, of course, we're going to get a few more. Abomination's going to reappear in the next yeah. year. So it could well be that they are building up to, to this by introducing multiple members. Mm. So... Yeah. So yeah, and I, I think we can all agree, despite the fact that clearly there was some affecting from the pandemic, this was probably again the best episode so far. Yeah. Yeah. Just that, that last 15, 20 minutes was just incredible stuff. And an episode that was nearly an hour long. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Um, and the next week's is apparently even longer. Fucking hell. We're so, actually going to get an hour's yeah. long wait episode. Yeah, I think the finale will probably be yeah. an hour, I would imagine. Cool. Um, yeah. I, I'm really I'm psyched be- now to see... I'm beginning to wonder whether this was meant to be a longer series in the same vein as WandaVision and because of what they've lost from oh, the pandemic, God. they've had to take episodes out and then condense them. And tr- trim it down, possibly. Yeah, possibly. and that's why we're yeah, starting to get longer episodes. Going, the way this story is going, you kind of feel like it should be at least eight episodes, like some of the sort of Avenger, uh, Defenders ones were. Yeah. On Netflix, Definitely. it just feels like well, there's still a lot more. Like we said, the Sharon Carter thing. Yeah. There seems to be more story there than we're getting, and little things like that. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. But we're yeah. looking forward to these last two episodes. Just oh, two massive. more weeks left. Massive. I know. But then we don't have to wait that mm. long. Until we get more stuff come along. Uh, <laughs> nope. Low-key, obviously, we've seen the, the full-length trailer in the in the last week since we last recorded, yeah. so we know that's not far far away. Yeah, and I'm then, a little bit more psyched for that now, having seen the recent trailer. Uh, some interesting stuff going on in there. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And then Black Widow won't be far behind. Hey, hey. Mm. finally. <laughs> 18 months Which since our last probably- film. Reportedly, there's super soldier stuff in that as well, isn't there? So they're yeah, they're kind of sort of drawing in the super soldier elements of the MCU, aren't they? Now I think tidying them up a bit. Yeah, by the looks of it. Yeah, definitely. So that could well be the trick next week. Could be Florence Pugh. Maybe. Oh, it could be. Because I believe she has. Did she win an Oscar? She's definitely been involved in Oscar-winning films. Oh yeah, massively. So she was nominated for something, right? Was she nominated for Little Women? She won a BAFTA. Oh, she may have been last year. I think it was Best Supporting Actress, I think it might. Or did she win a BAFTA? Yes. So, not that I'm saying it is, but we had heard rumors that she was in this. Yeah. So, and she's a grounded character. So, that, that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, We'll leave you on that note with a a little possible rumour. We'll see. We're not buying into mm. into everything that we hear because we heard <laughs> far too much with one uh, division. We got stung the last time. <laughs> so we're not getting our hopes up. It could be anybody. You just don't know. Right. It could Thank, be... you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining me again, boys. No problem. No problem. And we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. 
Um, and hopefully you'll join us once more. If you haven't, remember to leave a review on your podcast app of choice. Um, it helps us greatly. And we'll be back next week. See you later. Good night. Stay safe, everyone. Cut the check. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.